0: Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Who Money podcast. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with me. It makes me feel so amazing that you love listening to the podcast. I have been getting such amazing feedback from so many people. I've been getting emails and DMs and just it's been It's been so nice and I really thank you so much for reaching out to me and letting me know that you're really getting value from what I have to provide and it just validates that I just need to keep on going. I just love doing this podcast and I do it for you and a little bit for me. It makes me feel good that I'm just helping women really just make money easy and just also about being a mom. You know, it's not just about the money. It's about life and being a mom. And especially if you're a single mom like me, like, you know, we're expected to do everything. And money is really a huge part of that. And if your life's all messed up, so is your money. So (laughs) I am here to help. So, how's your 2023 going so far? I can't even believe that January is half over already. Where is it going? Like, time is flying like that saying that they say, um, what is it? The years are short and the days are long. It is so true. It's always like, oh my God, this day's taking forever. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, how do we get to 2023? And how is my son turning 11 next month? And holy, holy cow. (laughs) Slow down. Stop time. I say that all the time. Stop time. I just want to spend so much time with my son he is at the perfect age where best friends I don't want him to get older because I know it's happening I know in just a few years he's gonna be like embarrassed to be seen with me (laughs) and he's gonna say mom drop me off around the corner I don't want my friends to see you you know (laughs) I, I know it's coming I'm hoping that it's not but you know it's kind of inevitable so I'm trying to spend as much time as I possibly can with him now which is one of the reasons why I had him come to Zumba with me. So if you heard, I don't remember what episode I talked about it, but I took him to Zumba with me. It was was pretty funny. But I've been going to Zumba every Saturday morning, and it is so much fun because I really wanted to take a dance class because I used to dance. I danced um, tap jazz and ballet. From I started when I was three years old, and I went all the way to 17 And I didn't keep going and I should have because it was a lot of fun. But my son, like he really loves to dance. So we have dance parties in our family room. I have one of those party speakers with the lights that bounce to the beat of the music and we dance all the time. So now he's exploring hip hop and it's so fun. And so he's teaching me all these steps and we're having so much fun doing our dance parties. And if you live locally, come on over, bring your kids. We'll have dance parties. It's so fun. He'll teach you. (laughs) It's really fun. I do have to ask you for a favor. Can you please rate and review the podcast? Please. I chose not to monetize my podcast. So I don't have sponsors and I don't play advertisements and I don't have commercials and all these things of these people advertising my podcast. So the only way that my podcast will grow and so that I can bring more value to more and more women and more and more people out there is by your help. And all you need to do, it takes 30 seconds, maybe a minute, is to rate my podcast if you're on Apple iTunes, five stars and write a review, a really glowing review, a fabulous review, something that will make someone want to listen to the podcast, (laughs) and then on Spotify you can only rate, you can't review. So that take, literally takes one second to just tap the five stars on Spotify and share. Share the podcast, easy. Take a screenshot of the podcast episode you're listening to right now and then just share it to your stories on social media. It's all you need to do, so easy. Or even just make it a post or text it to somebody that you love and just say, look, this podcast is amazing. Eileen really knows her shit, <laughs> that's all you need to do. And then tag me. On Instagram, I'm at EileenJoyMoneyCoach. And so all you got to do is just tag me so that I know what episodes you're loving. And it really helps me to bring more value. And the more and more and more that you can rate and review and write comments and share... It helps the algorithm, that crazy algorithm that no one knows how it works, but that's the thing that helps the algorithm to promote my podcast so that more people will be able to see it and be able to listen and, and get the value out of it. So I would appreciate that so, so much. I also need to let you know that I only have one more opening for private money coaching. So if you've been on the fence about coaching and You're feeling the nudge. Now is the time. The time is now. My clients are getting such amazing results and they're really learning how to take control over their finances. I have numerous women that tell me lately that they can actually now see the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow and they're creating their own personalized plan. That's been the key to unlocking their own money fears and understanding exactly how to tell their money what to do to reach their money goals and a lot of them you know didn't even have money goals maybe you don't even have money goals like that's really the the place to start is like figuring out what do you want your money to do once you figure that out then we can figure out the plan so easy so today i really want to talk about car buying because the other day i was having a conversation with one of my clients about buying a new car and she was asking me about what kind of car to get and how to budget for one and the details for the down payment, and the fees, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and all the stuff you need to know about car buying. And there was something about cars that I had told her that she didn't know and it totally blew her mind. And she really had no idea. All about the different car brands that most car brands out there also have a luxury brand. Each of these brands have their own engines, right? So the brand has their engine and they have their model, right? And then they have a similar model in their luxury brand. And they are basically the same exact car, except for the way it looks, right? One looks a little bit more expensive and luxurious and the other one Looks more simple. But at the end of the day, they're the exact same car. It just is, it's what, you know, the engine is really what matters. And if it's going to break down and how much it's going to cost to fix it when it does break down, because they always do eventually, right? Or even just like simple oil changes and things. The more expensive the car that you purchase, the more expensive the maintenance and repairs. So these are the things you got to think about before you buy a car. So many people out there have shiny object syndrome, and then you see, you know, while you're commuting to work, you see these cars every day. You're driving down the highway, and you're like, oh, I love that car. That car is really pretty, blah, 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 right? You see all the time, you're looking at these cars, especially when you are looking to buy a new car, then your reticular activating system pops in. Do you know what a reticular activating system is? Your reticular activating system is simply this. Whatever your mind thinks about, for example, if I say today you're going to see green cars everywhere, bright green cars, right? Now you're thinking about green cars. So when you're driving around, now you're going to see bright green cars because that's what your mind is focusing on. So if you're looking to buy a new car and you want to get a specific type of car, maybe you want to get like a Toyota RAV4 SUV or something like that. So your brain is focusing on the Toyota RAV4 RAV4 SUV. And so when you drive around, you're seeing them everywhere. Like all of a sudden, there's a million RAV4s on the road because that's the car you're really thinking about. But meanwhile, there's all kinds of cars on the road, but your brain kind of blocks those out, right? Our brain is really interesting the way it works. Like the brain is so fascinating. Studying the brain is so fun. Anyway, so the reticular activating system really hones in on those things that you focus on most. It's another, another way of thinking about the law of attraction, which you know I love. If you are focusing on a specific thing, your brain thinks about it all the time and then shows you proof right? It will show you proof of whatever you're thinking about, whether it be good or bad. If you're on the road today and you're driving around and now all of a sudden you're seeing all these green cars, let me know because now your brain's thinking about it. Green car, green car, green car. Like every time you see a green car, you're going to think of me. (laughs) So take a picture of the green car and tag me. Let me know that you saw it because it's so true. It is so true. Whatever you're thinking about, you'll see everywhere now. So this is, a, this is something that I want to let you know because I don't know if you know this. So the, the car brands. So every brand, like a regular brand, like Honda, Toyota, Ford, like all these brands also have a luxury brand. So I want to let you know which one's which because the brand, the regular brand, their luxury brand has the same engine in the corresponding models right? So your Honda is also Acura. Volkswagen is also Audi. Hyundai, is a, there's a new luxury brand that they have called Genesis. It's fairly new. And Nissan has Infiniti. Ford has Lincoln. Toyota has Lexus. And then there, all of these four companies have now merged into one. It's GM, Chevy, GMC, and Buick. And they all have merged to one company and their luxury brand is Cadillac. And then there's more, but these are the the major ones that most people drive. And so you'll see all of these cars on the road. And so if you see an Acura, you know that they have a Honda engine, right? It just maybe looks a little prettier. It's funny because most people now, most, not all, most people work from home and their cars have become a paperweight in the garage, right? It's <laughs> just sitting there in the garage taking up space and if you are still making monthly payments on your car, right? It's like throwing money out the window every month just to have this enormous paperweight in your garage, right? Plus the insurance And then anytime you have to get gas or if, you know, oil changes and regular maintenance on your car and God forbid something breaks down. Think about it. Think about what car you have now. How much is it costing you? And really, is it feasible for the way you live? So many people's lifestyles have changed over the last three years since COVID. Maybe you have two cars in your family. You don't even really need two cars anymore. You know, like so many things have changed. So really take stock in what you you have got going on. You buy your car without even really thinking about, well, what do I really want in a car? It's the shiny object syndrome thing. It's like, oh, that one's pretty. I want that one. Or I love those leather seats or, you know, whatever it has. You know, whatever the options are or whatever it is that draws you to that car, it's really, if you think about it, it's just another way that you're keeping up with the Joneses, right? It's like, ooh, my friend just got that car and I love it, or I want a Lexus, or I want this, or I want that. So if you've been listening for a while, or if you've heard any of my countless podcast interviews that I've done on other people's podcasts, if if that's where you heard me from originally, I might have mentioned this. Some people ask me, how did I get started? And maybe like, what's my favorite book and things like that. So when I first got started learning about my own money mindset and learning just about how I want to do my money back when I first got divorced. And I actually read over 300 books. And I'm still reading. I'm constantly still reading. I have a stack of books by the side of my bed. I'm normally reading more than one book at a time, because I am a manifesting generator. And I can do that. And I can pay attention. <laughs> it's kind of like when you're watching more than one TV show at a time. You know, it's, it's basically the same thing. So I'm just like, well, which one do I want to read today? You know, so I'm doing that. But I read all kinds of books, books about money, books about Mindset, books about manifesting, books about fun things like, you know, story, but all kinds of books. But this one book that I read way back when, when I first started learning about money, it was a book that someone recommended to me about, I don't even know, maybe 20 years ago. And I've had this book and I read the book a really long time ago. You know, sometimes you read something and it's like you're not ready for it or you don't really absorb it, you know, at the time. And then you just kind of hold on to the book. That's what happened with this one. And I'm glad that I did hold on to it because it called to me when I was learning about money and I said, oh, you know what? I want to read this one. The book is called The Millionaire Next Door. So I read the book again. And this time, I read it with a completely different perspective and a different mind frame. And I was also, you know, at a very different time in my life. You know, when I first was recommended the book and I bought it and it, you know, just kind of sat all these years after. I did read it, but I didn't really read it. You know what I mean? So now that I've read this book, this book, I really recommend it. So if you're a reader... Or even if you want to listen to it on, um, you know, through your library, your library has ebooks and things like that. I, I always recommend the library first before paying for something, always, uh, just because, you know, it's a free resource that you have in your neighborhood. <laughs> So see if you can get this book. It's called The Millionaire Next Door. And it is all about these two men that did research on millionaires and billionaires. And what they did was they interviewed a whole bunch of billionaires and billionaires and how they stay rich. And what do they do? Like, how do they manage their money? And how do they think about their money? And they really broke it down to every little detail. It was a very research heavy book. And um, I'm not going to lie. It was not a fun read. It's not one of those things you you can get through in a weekend. It's it's a lot of research, but it's really fascinating research. And one of the things I spoke about in the book was about cars and what are the you know, what do the millionaires and billionaires drive and why? And, you know, it, it was really interesting. Most of these millionaires and billionaires, they drive Toyotas. A lot of them were Toyota Corolla or Toyota Camry. It was like, it was really fascinating when I was reading this, you know, way back when, before my mindset even changed. And this book really helped me to change my mindset and really see money through a different lens and how we don't need to keep up with the Joneses. And the Joneses really don't matter at the end of the day. Because really, who are the Joneses? Like, you know, there's this chatter in your mind. It's you just comparing yourself to the world. At the end of the day, you're the one paying your bills right and you're the one driving the car you're the one getting from point a to point b you're the one paying the gas you're the one paying the insurance you're the one paying the car payment you are the one it's your life really just think about when you're purchasing a car think about what really is it that you truly can afford and and you know if you can't pay for it twice you can't afford it so just don't buy it that's really it just stay in your own lane you know stay in your own lane Put the blinders on, stop comparing yourself, stay in your own lane. Another question that people have are about buying or leasing. Do you buy new, do you buy used? Which one's better? What to do, what to do, what to do? There are a lot of variables with this, but at the end of the day, there's one clear answer, but I'll give you all the details. So back when I was little, my parents only leased cars. I think it was mostly because my dad wanted to lease cars. So they only leased cars. All of their cars that they've ever had, every two to three years, they would have a new car. And it was constant. New car, new car, new car. Everything was always new. And they always had a car payment. It was just, that's just the way it was in my house. So when I got my first car, what did I do? I leased. I leased my car was the worst decision I ever made in my life, (laughs) buying a car. And I didn't know because that's what they told me to do. That's how I grew up. You know, that's my money story. My parents leased, so so did I. I don't do that anymore. So really, what's the difference? So you can buy new, you can also lease new. You could buy used, or you could actually lease used which I find fascinating. I actually went to a Lexus dealership and interviewed a salesman about leasing a used Lexus. I wish that I had recorded it. <laughs> Maybe I'll do it again, record our conversation. It was, it was crazy. But anyway, buying new and leasing new, two of the worst options. So reason being, just because when you buy a new car, even lease, right? The second you drive off the lot, Your car has depreciated at least minimum 10%. It has now gone up since all of this craziness with inflation. But minimum 10% your car, boom, done. You bought it, that's it, right? That's your car now. You have all the other costs associated with your brand new car. So if you don't buy your car cash, you're financing it. So what's your rate and how long are you paying for this car? How many years is your car loan? Here's a general tip. If you can't afford a payment for longer than a three-year term, do not buy the car. Too expensive. You can't afford it. Don't bother. You want your payment to be as low as it possibly can be because you also have your insurance costs. You have your gas, the wear and tear in your car, and all the repairs and all the things. It's not just the payment, right? Your transportation costs are everything. So when you're thinking about buying a car, you got to think about, All of the costs, right? Not just the car payment. And then leasing. Leasing is the biggest scam going, especially if you buy a used lease because it's not even buying it. It's like you're borrowing the car, right? But leasing, all the fees they charge you are insane and they're all hidden. They're all hidden fees and they don't call them fees. They call them other things. They don't even call it a down payment. They, they just hide all of these fees and like, oh, there's no down payment. But there, there is because you're paying all these fees. Plus, when you're leasing, you're still paying the full price. There are no discounts when it comes to leasing, even though they make you feel like it is. Because there isn't. Even if it's a used lease, you're, you're getting a used car lease, you're still paying the new car price. It is a scam. Yes, you do have, you can bring it to the dealer, they'll fix it, everything's under warranty and they take care of all of that, but you are way overpaying. It's kind of like if you buy a house now, you're overpaying for the house. In my neighborhood, the prices are still going up crazy. They're crazy prices. I am not about to purchase a home right now. (laughs) It is the worst decision right now. All of the prices are overinflated. And then as prices start to come down, You have now purchased something that costs so much money that if you want to sell it, you cannot get your money back. So these are things you really need to think about. And then leasing, there's penalties for mileage. So you can only have a certain amount of mileage every single year. So maybe it's usually 10,000, 12,000 or 15,000 that you cannot go over. And you have to tell them the day you pick up the car, I will not go over 10,000 miles a year. And if you do, there's a penalty per mile. There's penalties for wear and tear and any any damage to the car. There is, if you want to turn it in early, before the lease is up, you can go ahead and do that. But you know what will happen? Fees. Plus, on your credit report, it will say voluntary repossession and it will be on there for years and years and years. And you can totally do that, but you're just screwing yourself. And then at the end of your lease, that's it. You give the car back and you start all over. And it's just, you're just overspending on something that you really don't need to be overspending on, especially. If your car is sitting in your garage most of the time, even if you're commuting, all that wear and tear on your car, why do you want to buy a big fancy car when it's just going to get like dinged with rocks and you're going to have your windshield have all these dings all over it and you know and then when you go to the supermarket and someone slams a, their door into your car or a shopping cart or whatever, you know, it's not worth it. It's really not worth it. If you want to go drive a sports car, go do like a fun sports car experience day where you can drive a racetrack or something, (laughs) you know, that's more fun than sitting in traffic in your luxury car, (laughs) really. So the best option is to buy used and drive it until it dies. And that is really it. And the best car out there right now is Toyota. The best car out there is the Toyota Corolla Buy it used, drive it till it dies. And that is it. And so now I am expecting to see millions and millions of Toyota Corollas on the road. But that really, like the Toyota Corolla and the Toyota Camry are two of the best rated cars, the most the safest cars, gas mileage, all of the things. It's, they are just the best. And it's really just hands down. So just remember this, the rich stay rich because they spend money like they're poor. And the poor stay poor because they spend money like they're rich. So if you received any value from today's episode, please share it. Share it to your social media. Share it on your stories. Tag me. Tag me on Instagram at EileenJoyMoneyCoach. I want to know what episodes you're loving. Please contact me as well. You can reach out anytime. You can email me. Eileen at EileenJoy.com. You can find me on my website, MomsWhoMoney.com. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Let me know how much you're loving this podcast. And also, if you are ready to get started coaching, you can make an appointment right through my website. Just go to momsoomoney.com, go to book online, schedule your free consultation with me, and we'll get you started. We will change your financial future forever. We will set you and your kids up for life. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Thank yourself for taking some time for yourself today. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, please share on your social media and tag me at Eileen Coach so I can see which episodes you're loving. The only way this podcast grows is by you sharing it. Please rate, review, and subscribe down below. See you next week.